And uh, we are thrilled to be here at uh, Grand Traverse Resort and Spa and uh, and to also thrilled to say hi to Kelly Root. I don't know why it seems like so long, but Kelly Root, Crane's Detroit Business Executive Editor, is uh, with us this Monday morning. Good morning to you, Kelly. I'm good. It's Paul, and it's good to be with you again, back to uh, somewhat normal conditions. And one of the biggest issues of Crane's Detroit business I've held in my hands in quite some time, the 2021 Giving Guide. Yes, absolutely. This is our um, annual look at uh, giving and philanthropy in Metro Detroit, and it's put together by a lot of folks. Um, Sherry Welch, our nonprofit reporter, does a great job on this every year. You can read all about what local nonprofits are doing and where the money's going and you know how you can contribute. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good issue for us. Good for you. You've also got, among many other things, uh, you point out, of course, what we know, that 2020 was a challenging year, but some top executives did okay. Uh, yeah, they, they sure did. Um, it was a challenging year because of the pandemic and, of course, many other things. But uh, total compensation for the 25 highest paid executives on our list this year rose 30 percent over last year. Um, the average pay package for the group went from $9.6 million to $13.5 million. Uh, much of that was driven by um, a very large payment to um, Rocket Company's CEO, Jay Farner, um, he got $28.9 million to cover taxes on a stock award ahead of uh, Rocket's IPO in August. So that brought his pay package to more than $51 million. Um, but which which that, threw everybody off and, and got the attention of, of the yes. people at Rocket because it, you now are telling certainly the, the whole story that that money doesn't go into his pocket. It goes into the taxes due on the stock uh, that he earned through right. his, right. And, and because the company did so well, he and many other executives did so well. And the, apparently the case uh, across the board with a variety of uh, other businesses, there's a, a whole bunch of people who did very, very well, and that's, you know, I, I don't begrudge them that. No, no, no. The roaring stock market from the past year is what raised the value um, of stock and options that make up the majority of most of, you know, most CEOs pay. In fact, cash bonuses declined because, um, you know, uh, business struggles brought on by the pandemic. So it, you know, sort of makes sense that with the stock market doing well, these these pay packages would do well. And even if you take Jay Farner out of it and, you know, it's still... Uh, the pay packages rose 16% for this whole group um, during that time period for an average compensation of $11 million. So um, it, it mm. went ahead of uh, national figures that we looked at, too. So Michigan CEOs are, are doing doing well. Kelly Root, Cranes Detroit Business Executive Editor, you point out in this week's issue of Cranes, uh, out to now, hot off the presses, and, of course, cranesdetroit.com, a good place to find all that information as well. Uh, But we always suggest that you subscribe. Uh, It is a seller's market for home purchases without question, but you say that's not necessarily extending to landlords of pricey rentals. Tell us about that, Kelly. This is an interesting um, kind of out. uh, This is a the, 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 the market 
for homes right now, as you know, we've talked about a lot. It's kind of crazy. And Kirk Pinho, our um, real estate reporter, took a look at what's happening with the high-end rental market, understanding that right now, you know, if you can't, you can sell your home quickly, but you can't necessarily get into a new one right away. And so that tends to drive interest in, uh, in, in rentals on the, on the high end, but there's not a lot of, um, it's, it's a, it's a difficult balance to try for landlords to try to get folks into their pricey rentals because, uh, Metro Detroit doesn't have a whole lot of them. There's about 55,000 single family homes that have been sold in the region for rentals since 2016. And the rents on those properties have been rising. Uh, but landlords are having kind of a hard time matching demand and, um, you know, people that that want to put that money forward that kind of money to to rent for a while so it's kind of an interesting squeeze it's not easy to, it's not easy to find a, a, a high-end rental right now um, you know despite hmm. the despite the seller's market uh, Dustin Welsh has a report on family doctors now being viewed as the last line offensive in pushing the vaccine totals higher in the state so the some of this pressure on the uh, on the doctor's shoulders now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as we've reported, vaccinations in Michigan have largely plateaued at around 30 percent um, of the adult population, 16 years and older, and the target uh, is 70 percent. So, Dustin talked to a number of um, family doctors who kind of are the next line in trying to convince the skeptics to. Um, you know, step forward and get that vaccine. And he did speak with one family physician out in Lyon Township who said that much of the reluctance that he's seeing is coming from patients who have already contracted COVID and they believe they're immune. But he says that what he's arguing is that the vaccine's efficacy against, uh, you know, new potentially more contagious variants is a good reason to, um, you know, to, to still get the vaccine. And that's what they're trying to, that's what they're trying to, to, to do. And, the hope is that, you know, people trust their family doctor and that's a person that they've seen maybe for years and years and that and that, that is the person who can convince them to really, you know, step up and, and trust that the vaccines are safe and effective. Here's hoping. Kelly Root, executive editor, Cranes Detroit Business. Nice to catch up with you, Kelly. It's great to talk to you, Paul. Have a good time up there in Traverse City.